want to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. It is indeed the Glenn Beck Program. So the Colorado Supreme Court says we know better than everyone. And is Hunter Biden about to get a get-out-of-jail-free card? The smartest lawyer on God's green earth addresses both of those issues next. For 10 years now, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And when I say the only one, trust me, they are the only one. Their entire team have been great supporters of this program, also Mercury One. And it's why I'm really proud to partner with them. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you the ability to access all three major networks, which means you get the exact same coverage you're accustomed to without funding the left and their crazy agenda. The 100% U.S.-based customer service team is going to make switching really super easy. Keep your number, keep your phone, or upgrade. Their team will help you find the best plan for you. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation when you use the offer code Beck. Join me. Make the switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. 972-PATRIOT. Glenn Beck program. Jeff Katz, happy to be sitting in for Glenn today. The Colorado Supreme Court said we don't like Trump. Well, let me rephrase that. Four of the members of the Colorado Supreme Court said we don't like Trump. The other three, I don't think they like Trump either, but they, but they didn't bother voting on this thing. And um, they, we're keeping them off the ballot. Okay. And Hunter Biden, I think, might be poised to get like a big time get out of jail free card. There's a lot of legal stuff going on. And when it comes to legal issues, I have exactly one person to go to. Let me give you uh, a brief look at uh, Joe Moreno's resume, an attorney, a CPA. He is part of the uh, Judge Advocate General Corps in the United States Army. He is admitted to practice law in England and Wales, in addition to the United States. For some reason, he's got something against the Scots. I don't know what it is. And he is the father of nine amazing children. He and his wife are just wonderful, wonderful people, beautiful family. And he is indeed a former federal prosecutor and without question, the smartest lawyer on God's green earth. Ladies and gentlemen, Joe Moreno. Counselor, how are you, my friend? Jeff, good morning, sir. Great to be with you. It is great to have you here. Uh, before we get into the whole Colorado thing and the and the Biden, uh, I, look, I just refer to them, as you know, as La Josa Nostra, because I think there's a whole RICO thing going on there, but that's, that's just me. Uh, I've got a legal question that has been bugging me for decades, and I'm hoping you can answer it. Okay, I'll try. All right. Amicus or amicus? <laughs> I like amicus. I like the oh. former. Okay. Um, but, you know, there's a difference of opinion on that. But oh. I'm, I'm sticking with my Latin as best as I know it from uh, Catholic school many years ago. Go. 
Okay, so we're going with amicus. Okay, thank goodness. I appreciate that. I'm not going to ask about the second word in that uh, phrase. All right, let's let's talk about Colorado for just a second here. Uh, the four members of that state Supreme Court said, uh, we hate Donald Trump so much, we're not going to let him on the ballot. Oh, and by the way, we think he led an insurrection. Did they get any of this right? Jeff, I, I, I think that this is a... a Forget about wobbly. I think this is an absolutely laughable decision. Mm -hmm. Um, I had some hope because, remember, there's about 25 of these 14th Amendment cases that are out there. The first seven that got to verdict already, including several very blue states, including Michigan and Minnesota, all shot this down, saying, nope, this does not apply for various different, multiple different reasons. I had some hope that maybe some courts out there had some sanity. And then we get Colorado, number eight, which through this twisted set of logic, including just a bare majority, a four to three majority, said, we know better than these other states. We know better than Congress. We know better than the voters. And we're just going to say, yeah, Donald Trump engaged in insurrection, even though he's never been charged with that. We're going to say, forget his presumption of innocence. We're just going to basically declare him guilty. And we're going to use this tortured interpretation of the 14th Amendment to say he is not eligible to be on a ballot. Um, It's wild. And then to make matters worse, New York and California jumped right on board and said, you know what? We're going to do this, too. So we're going down a path here of just absolute insanity. There's nothing legal about it, though, right? I mean, is there anything? I I read through the Fourteenth Amendment, and, and and as you know, I'm I'm not an attorney, but I and I, I didn't craft the Constitution. I didn't know any of the founding fathers or anything like that. But I read through it, and and then I looked at former President Trump, and I thought, hey, whether you like him or dislike him, whether you hate his tweets or his hair or whatever. I just I didn't see him leading, quote, an insurrection anywhere because that's a legal term. You know, I mean, Jeff, as you know, we lawyers can we can twist ourselves into pretzels <laughs> and we can argue just about anything. Right. I mean, that's there's right. got to be people arguing both sides of any issue. Yeah. But as with with most things, this is common sense, a common sense reading of the amendment, a knowledge of the history behind it and a sense of fairness. Right. Yes. Insurrection is a very specific term. It is not defined in the Constitution, but there is a law that's been passed by Congress called insurrection. People Mm -hmm. can be charged with it. People can go to jail for committing it. Mm -hmm. And yet Donald Trump was not charged with insurrection. All the thousand people right here in Washington, D.C., that have been prosecuted related to the January 6th riot. None of them have been charged with insurrection. And yet the Colorado Supreme Court thinks it can make its own definition and then make its own determination that not only are we going to define insurrection, but we're going to say Donald Trump is guilty of it without ever having been charged or having a criminal trial. Are they are, are they just g- g- trying to do away with that pesky due process situation? Because it takes so much time to have these charges and trials, Joe. Can't you just give them a fair trial and then take them out back? Isn't the same logic? You would think, right? Yeah. I mean, due process, presumption of innocence. 
mm-hmm. right? Some basic, basic <laughs> tenets of our entire 200 year old legal system. Yeah. And yet four out of the seven members of the Colorado Supreme Court think they know better. I would also point out too, the three dissenters, all of whom are Democrat, Democrat appointed, right. they virulently disagreed with their majority colleagues, including the chief justice of the Colorado Supreme Court. And I think those the, the dissent is actually worth reading. They tear into the majority and said, this is completely wrong. We would have dismissed this, as have mm-hmm. the other seven states that have so far ruled on this. Wow. And yet those four and, and forget about there's the legal insanity mm-hmm. about it. Then there's the undemocratic insanity that yes. these four people are now going to prevent millions of Colorado residents to be able to vote for the person of their choice. So it is not just legally wrong. It is condescending and it is undemocratic. Wow. Uh, Joe Moreno is joining us. Joe is a uh, former federal prosecutor, an absolutely brilliant guy. And uh, you probably, I hope you read his uh, recent piece in the uh, Washington Examiner. You were talking about uh, Joe Biden and his gang of grifters. Uh, My term, not yours, just so, you know, in case the folks from the bar are listening. But uh, your, your advice, I mean, your legal advice is basically, hey, get out while the getting's good. Well, I mean, Jeff, I would say if you're going to come out guns blazing and use your Justice Department against your political opponent, you really should have clean hands of your own. And yet the millions of dollars, we're up to 24 million dollars we know about now that has flowed into the Biden family in the last six years. We have Hunter Biden's legal problems, which are not unserious. You're talking about over a million dollars of unpaid taxes plus mm-hmm. his drug and gun case issues. Right, right. Then you have Biden's own mishandling of classified documents, which he had in his garage, apparently, yeah. for years. You would think with all of this in his own background, he would say, you know what? Let me just quietly <laughs> leave the legal system alone, and I'll beat Donald Trump or anybody else the old-fashioned way, you know, through campaigning and voting. Yep, yep. So the, the, the nerve that he's had of not only coming after Trump, using his legal system as a basically a political weapon, while just ignoring his own problems and hoping, I guess, they're just going to go away. I mean, that really takes some gall. Yeah, yeah. It, he has, I'm, I'm going to use a phrase that so many others have, and, and I'm, I'm not pulling a Claudine Gay and copying them. I'm just saying they're right. Uh, he has weaponized the Department of Justice. He's using it as, as a cudgel against his political opponents. And I... I don't know about you. I think that Merrick Garland is the most political AG we have seen since John Mitchell. Oh, gosh, yes. I mean, I I, I think that it's fair to say these cases and I only two of them are from the federal government. The others are from various states. But these cases range from shaky to nonsensical. Mm-hmm. And you would hope that if you're going to do something as historically unique as t- bringing charges against your political opponent, they would be absolutely airtight from both a yeah. legal and a factual perspective. Yep. And the fact that Biden, through Merrick Garland, hides behind this special counsel and says, you know what? I have nothing to do with this. This is all Jack Smith. That's ridiculous. <laughs> All any prosecutorial power at the federal level 
emanates from the office of the president. Right? Flows through the attorney general to the various federal prosecutors that are out there, but they all roll up. And so, again, not only is Biden allowing this to happen, he doesn't even have the courage of his conviction to look the American people in the eye and say, I believe in these charges. This is why these charges are justified. Instead, he hides behind the special counsel. He gets let's let's face it. He gets no hard questions from the mainstream media about any of this. And we're all supposed to just go along like this is normal. Two quick questions, Joe. And I want to remind everybody, Joe Moreno is joining us, former uh, federal prosecutor and uh, just an absolutely brilliant, brilliant legal mind. Two things. The the indictments that just came down, the recent ones against Hunter Biden, people say, oh, see, this shows the DOJ is on the case. Doesn't that just provide him with cover if he does show up in front of a congressional committee to say, hey, I can talk about that? Sure. I mean, so they want us to believe after five years of dragging their feet on this and then giving Hunter Biden an absolutely sweetheart deal that by Hunter Biden's own arrogance, he lost. It blew up. Now they're telling us, believe us, we're serious this time around. Right. We're serious about these gun and tax charges that we tried to sweep under the rug just six months ago. But absolutely. It drags things out. It gives Hunter Biden now the excuse that, well, I can't testify before Congress because I have Fifth Amendment rights and I'm exposed. So I can't possibly testify. And it just drags it out. And look, I think we all know where this is going. Right. Ultimately, I don't I can't imagine Joe Biden is going to let his son go to prison. So either he torpedoes the prosecution at the last minute or he pardons his son. I could be wrong, but that's my prediction. Oh, well, now uh, you just answered the question I was about to ask. So, yeah, this is this is headed for Joe Biden pulling one of those handy dandy pardons out. Whether he wins or loses the next election, Hunter Biden gets the presidential pardon and he can go back to being whatever the heck it is this week. Most likely. I mean, Biden is pretty shameless, so I don't know why he would stop now. And sure, I mean, if he gets reelected, then no one can really touch him. Right. And if he's if he loses, well, then sure. I mean, why not do this as you're going out the door? So I expect, you know, again, we're, we're all sort of being taken for fools here. I mean, we're, we're, going, we're supposed to go along and pretend this is a real investigation. I frankly would have more respect for the guy if he just stopped it in its tracks and pardoned his son now instead of making us go through this charade. But again, yeah. here we go. And he has a very obedient media that just goes along with it. Oh, my God, the laptop media. You're right. Hey, Joe, I, I, I'm hoping pe- folks read your stuff in the Washington Examiner. They're, they're seeing you, I know, on CBC and BBC and, and uh, all over the place, Newsmax and Fox and all the rest of it. But uh, your website, you want to send people there? Sure. www.josephmoreno.com. I, I do my best to post things up there. Uh, and again, look, keep the dialogue going. I mean, yeah. don't believe the talking head legal so-called experts that are out there. Use your common sense. I encourage people and uh, you know, really think about these issues and don't just accept what's being said to you. I love it. Joe, uh, a very, very Merry Christmas to you and that beautiful family of yours. And uh, I always appreciate you making time. Jeff, it's an honor. Happy holidays and uh, bless you, my man. Thank you, sir. That is Joe Moreno, and he really is the smartest lawyer on God's green earth. It is Jeff Katz in for Glenn. It's the Glenn Beck Program. 
My pillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. For instance, your towels. You go into stores, towels feel soft at the touch at first. Then you go home, use them, and you find they're not really absorbent at all. That's why my pillow now has my towels. They actually work. They're soft and absorbent. Now my pillow is excited to announce two brand new lines of my towels for you to try. What makes these towels great is they're now made with 100% long staple Sherpa cotton. This comb ring spun cotton is is what make these towels absorbent and softer than ever. Right now, you can get a six-piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98. With promo code BECK, you can get the designer premium line for $20 more. No matter what set you decide on, that's 50% savings. Find this offer, just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special square. Check out the new My Towels six-piece towel set and get 50% off in savings. Again, enter the promo code BECK or call 800-966-3117. It is the Glenn Beck program. Jeff Katz, happy to be sitting in for Glenn. Uh, if you are uh, just hearing my friend Joe Moreno, please, you, you can follow him over on X, formerly known as Twitter, his, his website. Uh, he, he's just a brilliant guy, and, and he is calling attorneys to account. And I, I, I do love the fact that he, he lets us know right up front, listen, Lawyers can argue over anything and everything, right? And everybody's got a side, and everybody's got a uh, a position. And and but, but here's the reality that you know and I know, and it's common sense. The Bidens are just as dirty as the day is long. Yesterday, I apologized to uh, to Ric Flair. Woo! Because look, I love Ric Flair. I really do. I, I didn't grow up watching him. I grew up in Philadelphia. We had WWWF. We had Bruno and Pedro. But every once in a while, we get the wrong tape. And then all of a sudden, we'd have this NWA stuff, you know, Georgia Championship Wrestling or Florida Championship Wrestling. And there'd be this Ric Flair character. I only see it in the, in the books. It's like, oh, my God. And he always said he was the dirtiest player in the game. But with apologies to Ric Flair, it's Joe Biden who is the dirtiest player in the game. And he has been forever and ever and ever. I said it's common sense to see that something's wrong here. Joe Moreno said it. You just have to use your common sense. Do you remember a lesson? Oh, it's years ago that Glenn shared this lesson on the air. And I, I have I, I took it to heart. I heard him tell this story. And I said, well, I, I believe Glenn. Well, I'm still going to go and look into it. It was all about common sense. Why do we call it common sense? And there was this thought that most of us had, including me, well, it's just, you know, it's common. It's it's amongst everybody. And the answer was no, that's not really what it is. The term common sense derives from a time when the vast majority of the populace was illiterate and uneducated. There were a handful of people who knew how to read. There were a handful of people uh, who had some degree of education. Right, the landed gentry, some of the clergy—that that was it. So, if something involved quote common sense, it was so clear, so blatant that even a mere commoner could understand it. You see where I'm going with this? You don't have to be an attorney 
to understand how dirty the Bidens are. You, you don't have to be a member of any state Supreme Court anywhere to figure out that the people, the people, have the right to nominate and then vote for the candidate of their choice. It's not your role. These are things that smack of common sense. And if we're going to give that up, if we're if we're simply going to say, yeah, we're going to leave it to the judges in Colorado to decide for the rest of us, then we got a problem. And I love the fact that Joe Moreno addresses the three justices out there, Democrats. They're all Democrats. They're not, they're not a Republican anywhere in the Colorado judiciary at this point. But the three Democrats on the Colorado State Supreme Court who disagreed with us said, this is baloney. This is nonsense. We would have dismissed it. It is such an egregious, appalling overstep. Even the commoners can understand that it's wrong. If you get a chance, check that out. It is Jeff Katz. So happy to be sitting in for Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. The Glenn Beck Program. I want you to meet Candace. She's a young woman unsure about the future of the life growing inside of her. But after meeting her baby on an ultrasound provided by Preborn, she had a change of heart. He's like this tiny little spectrum of hope. And I saw his heart beating on the screen. And I mean, that sonogram changed my life. Ultrasounds save lives, and Preborn currently has clinics that do not have any ultrasound machines. If you have the means, would you consider a leadership gift? These life-saving machines cost more than most centers can afford, and your tax-deductible donation of 15000 will place a machine in a needy women's center, saving countless lives for years to come. A gift of any size, I mean, 28 bucks will pay for an ultrasound for a mom that comes in. Donate securely. Call pound 250, say the keyword baby. Or visit preborn.com slash back. That's preborn.com slash back. Sponsored by Preborn. Glenn Beck. Miss a show? Listen anytime, anywhere podcasts are found. Stick around. More after the break. It's the Glenn Beck Program. Jeff Katz, happy to be sitting in for Glenn. 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. Thanks so much to the uh, folks who are here in my my home of Central Virginia, folks who ordinarily are listening on News Radio WRBA in the afternoon, and they get to uh, hear me uh, mid-morning, which I love. This is great fun. Great fun. Now, I... Like everybody else getting ready for the holidays, blah, blah, blah. Christmas coming up. Got it, got it, got it. But I still have an obligation to people who are kind enough to listen to me. And uh, I do something so, well, frankly, so that you don't have to. I watch MSNBC so that you don't have to. 
No, no, no. It's okay. It's okay. You're welcome. And I was watching the other day, right after this Colorado Supreme Court thing. Right? We, these four justices on the Colorado State Supreme Court, um, as I said, where the air is thin, and yet it's heavy with the odor of weed. I, I, I don't know. Go figure that out, right? Uh, but they said we're kicking uh, Donald Trump off this ballot. A couple of things happened after that. Vivek Ramaswamy said, if you're kicking him off the ballot, then I'm taking my name off the ballot. This is ridiculous. The Colorado Republican Party said, hey, you know what? Blank you and the gavel you rode in on. uh, We're not going to be part of the Colorado primary election. We're going to hold caucuses, which means you're not involved, which means this doesn't mean anything to us. But on MSNBC, there was delight Actual squeals of delight. I mean, they, they could not have been happier. We are going to protect democracy, doggone it, by, by, well, taking people off the ballot that we don't like. But I'm telling you, we're doing it for the right reason. Just trust us. The MSNBC people were just thrilled with this, with one exception. Mr. Mika. No, no, Mr. Mika said on uh, that show, no, no, taking, taking, Trump off the ballot this way is just wrong. Well, it would appear as if uh, Mrs. Mika said to Mr. Mika, if you want to sleep in the main bedroom, uh, you better go and reconsider because what was it? 24 hours later. And here is uh, Mr. Mika in cut number four flip flopping we all saw it with our own eyes this is when this is one of those moments where what what are you going to believe me are you going to believe your lying eyes americans saw this with their eyes they understand that donald trump did in fact uh take part uh lead encourage an insurrection to take place they know that he told people that they needed to storm the capitol they needed to stop the count he got extraordinarily angry with the secret service uh when they stopped him from going up there because he wanted to march on the floor he wanted he wanted to be in the center of the insurrection so yeah yeah he committed insurrection yes If there were justice already, he'd be a lot more concerned about things than just not being on the Colorado Republican ballot. He'd be concerned because he should be in jail. We either have a constitution or we don't have a constitution. Here's the factual question. Did Donald Trump commit insurrection? Yes. If Donald Trump committed insurrection, then as Judge Ludwig said yesterday, It's not anti-democratic to follow the Constitution of the United States and Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. That's, in fact, the most pro-democratic thing that can be done. Stay with me, because if, in fact, he committed insurrection against the United States, this is the ultimate protectorate of that democracy. I understand it's sad and it's pathetic that people will say, oh, Trump derangement syndrome, oh, this, oh, that on other networks. They're going to be trying to trying to confuse you. They're going to be trying to move the ball. They're going to be trying to confuse their own viewers, which they do quite regularly, quite often. Fact is, the Constitution is crystal clear. If a court finds, as a Colorado court found, Donald Trump committed insurrection against the United States government, 
then you either follow the Constitution or you don't. And you can talk about democracy all you want. I'm sure people that were following Hitler were talking about democracy a lot. I don't know. Mostly, everybody can, I guess they can go and wave, wave the banner of democracy around when it's actually the opposite of democracy. Actually, the opposite of democracy. Committing insurrection against the United States Constitution, trying to actually steal a presidential election, the antithesis of democracy. You see what's going on right there? These people would want you to believe that if the, if the Constitution of the United States is followed, that's anti-democratic. They want you to believe that the 14th Amendment is anti-democratic. They want you to believe that Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, which is crystal clear, is anti-democratic. The fact is, what it does is the 14th Amendment, Section 3, protects us against those people and protects us against the, 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 the thug that sent those people to Capitol Hill. Oh, my God. Now, it goes on. It's like another, I don't know, 12 hours or so. It, all right, it felt like 12 hours. But, you know, the payoff, and I guess we didn't get to this part. I think the payoff is when he looked lovingly into Amika's eyes and said, well, Is it okay now? <laughs> Can I come back to the big bad, please, Mika? Oh, and the one guy to pipe in after Mr. Mika said, Well, did he commit the insurrection? Who said yes. Uh, was Mike Barnacle. And anytime you hear Mike Barnacle speak, you have to ask yourself, huh, wonder who said that first? No, seriously, because because Barnacle's columns in the Boston Globe just were not the same after Mike Royko died. It was a terrible, terrible situation. I know. I Well, uh, what are you going to do? But there are passes all the way around in all of this. Not to worry. Everybody's fine. You don't have to like Donald Trump. In fact, now here's the weirdest part about it. You do remember And it was former President Trump who pointed this out, that Mr. and Mrs. Mika, well, they used to be friends, right? They used to like going to Mar-a-Lago when they were invited to Mar-a-Lago. I've never been to Mar-a-Lago. Oh, I would absolutely love to go. I would love to go. And you know what else I would do? I actually had this conversation with Heidi the other day. I said, in the event, in the event that... President Trump is reelected. And I were asked to serve in some capacity. Lord knows I'm not going to be secretary of anything. But I don't know. I might. Right. Possible. I said I would have to go. I would have to go. I mean, I love Central Virginia uh, and, and it would be a commute. I could take the train. I mean, I'm, I'm working through all these things and she's looking at me like. Well, she's married to me for 25 years, so she knows. But but she did ask. She said, did, did anybody actually ask you to go work in D.C.? No, but it could happen. And if former President Trump were to be reelected and he said, hey, I, I, I need somebody with exactly your skill set, <laughs> which would presume there's a skill set. Uh, but, yes, I'd like you to come somehow, some way work in the administration. I would be there in a second. Absolutely without hesitation. Why? Because it's the right thing to do. I cannot bring myself to say that for Joe Biden. I've always tried to place the office of the presidency above any sort of politics. And I can remember after Barack Obama was elected. And there were friends of mine 
very, very sincere, hardcore conservative Republicans who said, well, he's not my president. And I said, yeah, he is. He's the president of the United States. Now, you may not like him. And I know you didn't vote for him, nor did I, but he's the president of the United States. And if Barack Obama had asked me to come to Washington, D.C. to serve, my answer would have been no. But if I would have been invited by him for some reason to the White House, I would have said yes. If Joe Biden, for some reason, somehow, some way, were to invite me to the White House, I would have to say no. Now, I look at some of the the cool things that happen when you get one of these little radio shows. Like over the last couple of weeks, I've been at the executive mansion here in Virginia twice. Once for a Hanukkah party that uh, Governor Glenn Youngkin and his lovely uh, bride, First Lady Suzanne Youngkin, threw. And then for a Christmas party that they threw at the executive mansion. And it's very, very cool. And I can only imagine what it must be like to go to the White House for some event like that. Because I've not been invited to those either. But that's okay. But this guy who's currently in the Oval Office, I'm just telling you, he's a bad dude. And he always has been. And he's gotten away with so much because he's got this, oh gosh, that's just Joe sort of thing working. And man, everybody's working for him. Oh, you know him. He's always said stupid stuff. Well, then maybe he's stupid. Oh, you know him. He always says something that's uh, this, this, or that. Well, maybe those are things, you know, do you not pay attention to these things? I would. And now with that shuffle, oh, God, you see that same shuffle in the hallways of senior living facilities. He, He just should stop with the charade at this point. Put on the the terry cloth bathrobe and the slippers and just shuffle along. But I think it's part of something else. I do. I think it's he's he's running the same game that that mob boss did, that Godfather guy did at one point. Remember the guy in New York used to shuffle along in his bathrobe. You remember that? And the whole idea was to make people convinced that he was nuts. While behind the scenes, bad stuff was happening. (laughs) Sound familiar? Uh, Don't forget, uh, social media. Man, I would love to have you with me on social media. No, I don't have anywhere near the following uh, of Glenn, obviously. And that's why I'm I'm asking you to, you know, uh, throw a little love my way. Jeff Katz Show on X, formerly known as Twitter. Jeff Katz Show on X, formerly known as Twitter. The Jeff Katz Show on Facebook. The Jeff Katz Show on Facebook. And the uh, the website, Jeff Katz. Cats.us. Jeffcats.us. Always thrilled to be here. Jeff Katz in for Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck program. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck program. It's 
If you want to improve your shooting accuracy, you need a Mantis X. The Mantis X is a high-tech but easy-to-use system used extensively by the military, and it improves your shooting quality and gives you the confidence in your ability to protect what you love. It's a must-have for every responsible gun owner. Here's how it works. You put the Mantis X onto your firearm and connect it with an app on your smartphone or your tablet via Bluetooth, and it gives instant feedback on what you're doing right, what you're doing wrong, and how to correct the technique. The Mantis X, it's like a firearms instructor in your pocket. 94% of shooters improve within 20 minutes just by using Mantis X. The best shooters in the world do dry fire practice at home every day. And the Mantis X is the best way to train at home. No driving to the range, no spending money on range fees or ammo. You're going to save a ton of money and improve your shooting. So start improving today. Get your Mantis X at MantisX.com. That's MantisX.com. It's the Glenn Beck Program. Jeff Katz. Happy, honored, thrilled, excited, as always, to be uh, sitting in for Glenn. Just one of the best guys out there. If you're not checking out glennbeck.com, you're doing yourself a disservice. I know everybody spends a lot of time on theblaze.com, as you should. You need to subscribe and and do all the rest of that stuff. There's just such great uh, reporting and writing and everything else, analysis. But uh, glennbeck.com, I think, is also a tremendous resource. Uh, be- sometimes just beautiful stories. Get 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 in touch with both of them. Make sure you're following both of those. All right, glenbeck.com and theblaze.com. Uh, it's not often. In fact, uh, I've never said this. No, no, I no, no. I, I don't think I've ever actually said this out loud where other people could hear me. <sighs> John Fetterman is right. Well, well, there you go. I know uh, you may have driven off the road. You may have dropped your coffee, but but he's right. He's actually right about two things. I'm not crazy about his his choice of uh, sweatshirts or the way he dresses or the way he acts or a whole bunch of stuff. A lot of a lot of problems I got with John Fetterman. It's almost like, well, tomorrow's Festivus. I got I got issues with John Fetterman. Airing of the grievances. But you know what? He was right in standing up to his own party to the despicable Hamas caucus inside the Democrat Party and saying to them, uh, you're wrong. You're completely and totally wrong. And if you're not with Israel, then you are with evil. But he's right on something else. U.S. steel is apparently going to be sold to a Japanese company. It's called Nippon Steel Corporation. It is a $15 billion deal. So I know most of us look at $15 billion and say, wow, that's like almost real money there, isn't it? But do I want U.S. Steel owned by any company outside the U.S.? There are going to be those who say, well, Jeff, you're either in favor of the free market or you're against the free market. We believe in in private ownership, and we don't want people involved, except for the people who are involved in that business. But I I believe that there is a very real concern, and I'm not the only one who has this, that if the United States of America does not protect businesses in the United States of America, we're going to see exactly what we saw during covid we couldn't get anything because we didn't manufacture anything. 
And we've, we've thrown our lot in with some of the crazy people when it comes to these electric vehicles, which, by the way, do not save the planet and actually involve more petroleum usage in the manufacture than just standard uh, internal combustion engines. But we need to do something about this. And I want you to peel off any animus you might have directed towards John Fetterman. But we as decent people have to acknowledge he's right on this. John Fetterman is right on this. And U.S. Steel should be owned by a U.S. company. Follow me over on X, formerly known as Twitter, Jeff Katz Show. On Facebook, The Jeff Katz Show. Website, jeffkatz.us. Jeff Katz, so happy to be sitting in for Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program.